We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Pace is a place with the helpful hardware, folks. At Ace, your backyard's right in our backyard, which means we have hand-picked products that are right for the birds in your neighborhood, like premium bird seed, suet, birdhouses, and feeders. Stop by your local Ace and get everything you need to attract the birds you want, including Ace Wild Bird Food, on sale now. Now through Tuesday only, when you buy two 20-pound bags of wild bird food, get a third bag free, only at Ace, the helpful place. Offer valid through February 28th at participating stores. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast, brought to you by DraftKings.com. Choo-choo! The leader in daily fantasy sports. Use the promo code ROTOHOOPS when you deposit for a free contest entry today. And that day, of course, is Friday, April 1st, 2016. My name is DJ Trainer. You can find me on Twitter at TrainerDJ. I'm joined by the one and only Ken Kreitz. You can find him on Twitter at Ken Kreitz. Choo-choo! And if you're noticing that whistle is a little bit different, that's because Ken Kreitz is in studio here in Madison, no longer from the Green Mountain State. You're joining me. The K train is making a stop here in Madison. (laughs) Uh, Twice a year, I'm at Rotowire headquarters, and a DJ gracious enough to uh, allow me to do yet another show here. Uh, Looking forward to it, sir. 
That's going to be awesome. I, I think our comedic timing is, it always is perfect, but now there's there's no exceptions. This should be the funniest podcast of the year. Fortunately, Shannon mm, McEwen is, right. is away uh, down in Kansas City, I believe, is in some in-laws or outlaws, not sure which ones. So uh, we'll, we'll power odd, through. And oddly enough, I'm fully clothed, so it's going to be unusual. Yes. There was a lot of, <laughs> we were at a fine Madison establishment last night, because that's Ooh. what you do when we're in town, Ken. We hit yep. the town. And uh, there was a lot of talk about this being a no-pants podcast. Uh, happy to see that has not come to fruition so far today. Do, do what I can. I am sweating out cheese curds, though. Okay. Good Lord, this town loves its fried cheese. That's for sure. I tell you what, I really appreciate you paying out the bets that we've been doing over the last month. Oh, well I had learned. a nice nice uh, bowl, if you will, of poutine the mm, other night. That was pretty good. That it, was, was... it was good stuff. It was good stuff indeed. Uh, so some formalities here. The podcast, of course, is available on iTunes and Stitcher. You can also find it on Audio Boom. Feel free to leave a nice review on one of those venues. Please. Yeah. You can also listen and download this podcast and all our other great podcasts on the RotoWire website directly. Uh, part of what makes this podcast so special is the ability to talk to you about the things that are important to you. So you can help me do that by telling you more about you. That's right, you. Just log into www.mylistenerstudy.com. That's mylistenerstudy.com to take a short survey about who you are, what you're listening to, how you listen, and you'll even have a chance to win a Google Chromecast. Don't worry. The survey should only take a couple of minutes and it's completely anonymous. Uh, We just want to learn a little bit more about you so we can make your listening experience even better. Uh, That's mylistenerstudy.com. And if you're feeling lucky, enter to win that Chromecast. Just one more time, mylistenerstudy.com. And thanks for your help. Ken, we had a few games in the association last night. We'll go over them, recap them. Uh, I'm really focused on playoffs right now, playoff seating, playoff Mm -hmm. standings, because we all know that motivation, um, you know, getting out of bed and being willing to play in this game. And so some teams have games that really matter. Some don't at all. So we'll, we'll definitely have a bent towards that. Then we'll give you some DFS picks. Unfortunately, we're getting this pot out a little late on this Friday, so we won't spend too much time. Our apologies for that. But uh, when you get to Ken Kreitzen studio, <laughs> think schedules change, Choo-choo. baby. <laughs> Bit of a head scratcher uh, in OKC last night. Uh, speaking of motivation, Speaking of resting players, you've got um, Coach Rivers deciding to sit out Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan, and J.J. Redick. And yet, so you'd think it'd be a butt-whooping, frankly. You'd think think OKC would have ran the table, and instead... They squeak by, right? Hard right. To believe. Yeah, Thunder was at full strength, and you have to think this is the last game that Blake Griffin has to serve on that four-game suspension. So he's coming back um, from the, you know not only the injury stint with the quad and with the fractured hand, but he's coming back from the four-game suspension. I believe Sunday against the Wizards will be his first game back. So why not rest your other best players? Because what the Clippers really need to do, even though they're not going to catch the Thunder for the third seed, is they need to develop their chemistry all over again. They've been without Blake Griffin for so long. I think for the rest of the season, they're going to play all their best players. This might be the last game where we see Coach Doc Rivers resting players because, you know, they, they got to get back into shape. I mean, they've, they've played very well without him, but chemistry is a real thing, and they need to reformulate that here with about seven, eight games left. Well, here's a crazy idea for the Clippers. Why not bring Griffin off the bench? They've, well, they've got a weak bench. There's only so many shots to go around. They're playing really well without him. I know he's your superstar, but I know they're also pissed at him for this bad behavior. I think, I, I mean, immediately that sounds insane because he's been an <laughs> MVP candidate the last couple of years. He's one of the best players in the NBA. 
But if you, you know, you get past just like the, the chuckle after you say it, I think you're right, Ken. I, I don't think you're wrong at all. I mean, there's a reason why they were talking about trading him at the trade deadlines right. because they were playing just as good, if not better, without him on the court. So if you're going to say you can bolster the bench while still having, you know, a viable option, your starting five is still producing, then I don't think it's a crazy idea whatsoever. Do I think it's going to happen? Probably not, because you're going to fracture. Not only is he coming back from a fractured hand, you're going to fracture his relationship with the organization if you bring him off the bench. And I don't think you want an upset Blake Griffin, no pun intended. Kind of use the whole getting it back slowly from injury as an excuse, and then you see how it does. I mean, you know, you can also sell it to him or say there's a heck of a lot more shots with that second squad, you know, and the guys like their shots. But I hear what you're saying. Ego-wise, maybe tough to sell. Yeah, I don't. I like it though. I don't. I mean, the Clippers are a team that if they don't do it this year, they should cons- they should seriously consider blowing up this you know this quad or this trio or whatever you want us to call it now. Um, but I don't know. I think that they still think in their heart of hearts that they can contend with the best teams and that they just need one more crack at it. So I, I think that they'll probably all be rushed out in the starting five and they'll just give it a go. Um, they're locked into about the four seed right now if you're looking at the NBA standings um, for the Western, Western Conference. Looks like they're faced up against the Grizzlies unless the Trailblazers can make a late push and topple them. I mean, talk about a, a first-round buy. I was going to say, a very hobbled Grizzlies squad. You're going to be loving life. Yeah. They might be resting guys during that playoff series <laughs> right yeah you know what that's happened before that could if you know if you're up three games to zero and you you know you rest them it, it's it's entirely possible deandre go work on your free throws for a night yeah seriously <laughs> maybe he should just take the night off and do that um i will say as a thunder fan i, I was talking with nick whalen about this on this on friday morning's rotowire morning press on sirius xm about rivers and crawford combined for 64 points in a game where the Thunder were, was trying to win, right? And they right. were at full strength. And you say, well, if those two guards can do it, if you look at the NBA standings again in the Western Conference, the Thunder and the Trailblazers are slated to be a first-round matchup. Now, if you're not good at guarding opposing guards, and we're talking about Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum mm-hmm. coming in, Trouble. I'm, I'm a little, yeah, I'm a little worried to think that two players of much higher caliber could do even that much better 64 points combined last well night. is it a motivation issue you know they're sure they're 10 games behind the spurs you know so obviously not going to catch them and then they're the thunder that is they're six games or what is it five and a half uh, up on the clippers now so they're not moving either they're in cruise control uh they got they were on the floor they weren't getting the old official rest something tells me the defensive intensity let's hope it rises a little uh, come playoff time, I don't think they were too worried about how this came out. Yeah, you've been you've been good at kind of like suppressing my fear about this, and and Waylon was too. Um, but just to play devil because devil's advocate, because I'm just like a self loathing person about <laughs> about me and everything I love. You know, you like to think that Russell Westbrook and Andre Roberson are good defenders and they're a good tag team, but they really aren't. If Roberson can't play defense, why is he on the court? Exactly. (laughs) And I don't know why. Can you not stop Jamal Crawford last night? I don't, I mean, it's not like. So I'm a little intimidated. I'm a little freaked out because the the young legs of Jamal Crawford. Yeah, the long, (laughs) spry legs of Jamal Crawford. Ten for twenty. I mean, they were just destroying it from beyond the arc. And so Westbrook takes so many chances that he gets burned on drives. He gets burned by you know leaning back too far when he thinks the players are going to drive. So it could it could 
I think well, I, I'm overreacting. Do you think Durant but, and Westbrook were a little irked? They didn't get a night off when they see <laughs> when they see all these guys getting to sit for the Clippers. I don't you know? think Westbrook would ever take a night off. I think that they would have done that when they rested Durant a couple days ago. Mm. Um, but I, I just don't think it's within Westbrook's you know mental frame of mind to ever take a night off. Well, it didn't look like he got to the James Harden levels of bad defense last night, but he also wasn't uh, a playoff dog either. You know, That's or, true. Or you release the hounds and and you, you check up at half court. Well, let's talk about a team who did take care of business, DJ. The Cavs appropriately spanked the Nets last night as well. They should. Uh, another crazy night for LeBron. Uh, what do you read into uh, Cleveland looking like? Maybe they're getting ahead of steam finally going to the playoffs. Well, I think we've overreacted on Cleveland the entire season, and they really haven't made it easy on us for doing that either. <laughs> I mean, with all the the yapping after the games, like incessantly, it seems like every month we have a new thing to talk about off the court issues with the Cavaliers. Now, there were some reports a couple weeks ago. It said they're just kind of getting bored and impatient with the regular season. And let's be honest, they've been the favorites to reach the finals all season long. And of course, you know, now that things are not quite locked up over the Raptors, I I think it's, that's a legitimate argument to make that they're becoming complacent. The issue is, is that going to spill in over to the postseason? I don't think so. Cause I don't think they're going to get challenged until the Eastern conference finals. And even then I think they can win who against whoever they play four straight games. You know, Jordan used to always, I mean, he admitted he would almost lie to himself to have a chip on his shoulder yeah. going into games to care about it. And if you're these Cavs, you, how can you possibly get too worried about the Raptors? They've choked in the playoffs twice the last mm-hmm. two years. You know, an aged Paul Pierce with the Wizards eliminated them last year. Sure. How do you, like, legitimately fear the Raptors beating you out east? I don't think you can. You know, do I wish LeBron would stop tweeting and stop putting on social media? Absolutely. It's irritating. Uh, interesting that Moskov's back in the starting lineup. Uh, you know, he and Thompson have been bouncing back and forth. I wonder, they, is that going to be a matchup play continuing in the playoffs? But, I mean, who, what bigs really scare him out east that you'd need to start Moskov? Yeah, I mean, starting is the most overrated thing in the NBA. It, it is an ego check for a lot of guys. I mean, allegedly that's one of the reasons why Harden wanted to leave OKC because he wanted to start and Scotty Brooks and mm. you know the whole organization said it just doesn't make sense for that and you know I could go on and on about that but Masagov only played 17 minutes so in terms of fantasy he's not really that valuable Tristan Thompson is still going to be your bread runner bread winner excuse me if you're trying to look for you know the fourth option on the Cavs to have legitimate value J.R. Smith sometime moves into that role um, the concerning theme for me about I understand that the Cavs can be becoming complacent and they can be you know putting it in cruise control in the final quarter of the season but I just want to make sure that Kyrie Irving's all right because he really hasn't had that breakout performance or even that solid performance over the last couple of weeks that you'd like to see out of him some ugly shooting last some night. ugly shooting he's still shooting 44 percent on the year the season average this year is 45 percent so there's not a lot to be concerned about but I will say um you know, it's it's not like he's been there before and done that in the playoffs. And so if he's taking on the mantra like we're going to sweep through, that could be a little bit troubling. Although I think they're going to use the first two series in the Eastern Conference playoffs just to, to get things right. I'm not scared about them at all. Um, but, yeah, you're right. They get, they get back on track, if you will, against the Nets. If you're the Cavs, are you happy the Pistons are passing the Pacers for the seventh, eighth spot? I I think if I'm the Cavs, I'd rather beat up on a – Paul George and not much else Pacer squad versus the seemingly better coach Pistons team. 
Yeah, I think the Pistons are dangerous. I've, I've said this before. I'll say it again. Seed two through ten right now in the East, I think you can jumble them all up, and I wouldn't be surprised if any team beat the other in a seven-game series. In fact, I've gone on record saying that if the Wizards make the playoffs, which I don't think they will, that they could beat any team barring the Cavs. Um, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in all that said, I think the Pistons are hitting their stride. They haven't had the same starting five. They've only had this starting five for about, what, 20 games or something like that. I think they're probably one of the better coach teams. Uh, besides your Celtics, Brad Stevens is getting about everything he can possibly get out of this particular group of guys. I would much rather play Pacers, Bulls, Wizards um, than I would um, than the Pistons. Correct. And let's talk about this Pacers team. I mean, last night they lose a game that they need to win. Mm, I mean, they're I, fighting for the playoffs. They lose by twenty points to the Magic. To the, a Thirty-two and forty-three Magic squad. How do you? That, that by the way, also. What is the identity of that Magic team? I, I, I've always hated their roster mm-hmm. set up because it's all tweeners, and that drives me nuts. I'm a big uh, – I like guys sticking to their roles. And the, I, I, don't, I don't know what the long-term view is. I don't know what the short-term view is in Orlando. But I, I guess you have an occasional uh, win like this against the Papers, Pacers. Maybe I should be a little more optimistic. I, uh, it's hard to put too much of an impetus on one game and you, you want to say maybe it was magic really playing up for this, but then why didn't they do this all season long? You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. more prone to say the Pacers just really have struggled this year and they're just not as strong and as reliable as they've been in yeah. years past. Um, and I'd like a new rule. Uh, before any website shows Aaron Gordon dunking highlights, they actually have to show his statistics for the season. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, how many dunk champions have we had that were not great players? And Jer- th- Jeremy Evans, anybody? Yeah, Does anybody right. remember him? Yeah, right. Anybody right. remember him? Uh, I'm trying to think. Who was the Celtic that pumped his shoes up when the Reebok pumps? I'm oh. da- totally dating You're, myself. Yeah, I don't Brown? know. Brown? I don't remember. But, um, <laughs> so many bad so many bad dunk champions. And I think Gordon, you know, another stinker game last night, even in a blowout win. How frustrating. They're finally starting him, and he's just not seizing it. He's not two of seven last night, only four boards. In a, yeah, and it, it's it's disturbing because this was an impressive win for this team, and, yeah. and he wasn't able to get going. Two of seven. I mean, only played twenty minutes. And he's competing with Deadman for for rebounds. I mean, it's not like Vucevic was in there still and every left, you know, every, getting every rebound left and right like normal. Like they needed Gordon to board, and he still didn't do it. You know, right? Like, and he's matched up against a rookie, Miles Turner, and Gordon has more experience in the NBA than Miles Turner does. And you know, Miles Turner didn't have an impressive game, but he did get the better of of mm-hmm. Aaron Gordon. Um, I will say, Vucevic is back. He came off the bench 25 minutes. This is his first game back, so I'm glad you mentioned him. 12 of 15 from the field, 24 points, 6 rebounds, 1 assist, and a block. That's about as good as you can really Mm -hmm. do in 25 minutes of action. I'll look for him to move right back into the starting lineup over Dwayne Dedman pretty quick here. Um, But in terms of the identity of the Magic, just to give you what I think they're going to do, by getting rid of Channing Frye, um, and dumping some other contracts at the deadline. So Ersan Ilias are acquiring some some dead contracts. Ilyasova, who is a DNP CD, he's probably not going to play for the rest of the season. Brennan Jennings, who's seeing limited minutes off the bench, their contracts will be off the books. And so they're going to have a chance to take on a major, like a big time player, like uh, Dwight Howard or something has said that he would consider coming back to Orlando. Um, you know, So a big time player could come to Orlando and that changes the dynamic of this team because if um, – I'm trying to think of a good – I guess I don't want to use Howard. But if we have like a Blake Griffin come to this Magic team yeah. and he's instantly surrounded by a bunch of good young core talent guys over the next few years, that's going to be a good team. It's, it'll Vucevic only take one play, chance. Howard and Vucevic play well together? 
No. See, that's the crazy thing is that when Howard says stuff like that, he's immediately calling out Vucevic. Yeah. You know, because there's no way those two guys could be on the same team yeah. together. And I could, I would argue, I mean, Oladipo obviously has great games, but night in, night out, I think you can make a case that Vucevic, when healthy, is their best player. Oh, yeah. And so you go after Howard and you still don't have a true point guard. You know, a legitimate NBA point guard. I know, you know, Peyton has a poor enough outside shot to be a point guard, not a shooting guard, yeah. but he's not a, he certainly hasn't proven to be a reliable floor leader. And I, I, I just don't, I, the magic just last three years have been a total head scratcher for me. I tell you what, I'm looking for them to be one of the more active teams in the offseason because. Jennings and Ilyasova are their second and third highest paid players right now. Good point. Their highest paid player is Vucevic, and he's on the books for 11 and $12 million through 28-19. Now, given this current NBA economic climate, that is a very, very good deal. He might be worth one and a half or two times that right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And so you're looking at your second most expensive player heading into next season, getting rid of Jennings and Ilyasova because their contracts will be dumped. It's Oladipo, and he'll be making 6.5. So they're going to have so much room to bring in. Not even just one, but two. And so if you have a couple veteran players who are on their last leg, like a Carmelo Anthony or something like that, and decide, hey, let's go to Orlando. You know, we really like playing with Gordon. We like Oladipo and Peyton's good, you know, off the They're bench or something like that. that. No, there's no income tax in Florida, too. No income tax. Yeah. Mix them with Vucevic. You never know. This team could be contending in a couple of years, but only not because of their current roster composition, because you're right to criticize it, only because of how much salary cap they're going to have this offseason. Mm-hmm. So should but be interesting. Let's say you're a free agent that wants to come east. Would you rather go to the Magic than the Celtics? I think Brad choice, Stevens. But. I think Brad Stevens is is kind of like a catch all. Like he is going to be your best recruiter, and not even because he's going to go talk to people, but just everybody knows and respects him. And he's right. the next. I mean, he's the next Popovich. Essentially, yeah, he's going to be the next best and greatest coach. Well said, sir. Well said. <laughs> As a Celtics fan, I think you <laughs> nod your head. Shamelessly nodding along to right. the expert analysis of <laughs> DJ Trainer. Daily Justice. So we move on to the uh, Bulls surprising win, huh? Yeah, most definitely. 103 to 100 over the Rockets. Pretty good win for them. They pull within a game of Indianapolis, um, or Indiana, excuse me. They play in Indianapolis. So I kind of wanted to leave them for dead, the Bulls. I did too. And they're, uh, they're somehow finding a spark of motivation. Uh, what happened to D Rose last night? Yeah, I think was it a hyperextended elbow? He's going through precautionary MRIs as we speak at about uh, one p.m. Central Time on this Friday. Um, so we'll see what comes of that. I mean, pretty amazing that he plays twelve minutes, Dunleavy plays nine, Portis plays ten, and they still eke out a win. Right. I think they're getting. Oh, Butler a- played thirty-nine minutes, right. and he's still <laughs> dealing with pain in that knee. <laughs> It's rough. It was amazing. I will do my weekly whine about giving Butler too many minutes. And actually, last night, they weren't given much of a choice with Roach's injury. But still, right. they, it's like they want him to fall apart. I tell you what, if you're in deeper leagues and, you, and you're, you know, you've been riding Miritich and McDermott, you've been getting some good production out of them. Yeah. Um, they're starting to come along nicely. I mean, they've seen these, this amount of minutes in the past this season. But for whatever reason, at this point in the year, they're really getting it, and they're, they're, they're producing nicely. Well, and I think you could make a case about Miritich's poor shooting was when he had that appendectomy. You know, that right. He's not going to come back immediately and just start draining everything, but finally he's in his groove. Um, any truth to the, in your opinion, DJ, to the Butler trade rumors? I find it hard to believe. Well, I think he's one of the best young players in the league right now. Like, if you could, 
if you could build your franchise around any players, I think he would go, you know, in the first round of a 10-team draft, if you will. Yeah. Uh, good, young, reliable. I mean, he's not going to be plagued by injuries throughout his career. We know he's going to get back on the court immediately and play substantial minutes. Um, I think that the Bulls would be foolish to get rid of him. Not only do I think that he's a good young player, but I think he fits the mantra that they've had over mm-hmm. the last 20 mm-hmm. years. The problem is the rest of the players – um, you know, if I'm a free agent and I'm looking between the Magic or the Bulls, I'm going to the Magic. Well, I think that a lot of the a lot of the rumors are based on Butler and Hoiberg not getting along. Hard for me to believe Hoiberg wouldn't make pleasing Butler a top priority. He's your hands down your best asset, right? Uh, but clearly, I mean, they've each chirped up a little about uh, not get along with each other. It's hard. To, I don't know. I just. Uh, it seems like, boy, if any of these teams could make a deal for Butler, that'd be fantastic. But I have a hard time understanding the win for the Bulls. Yeah. So one team that I think, just to just stroke your ego here, Ken. I know. Where Jimmy, but, but, Jimmy. Butler's best fit in the league is Boston. Because what's the issue with— He's a god if he goes to Boston. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, he, talk about fitting into a city's to the city. Mantra. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, so the big thing for Boston is that Stevens has, is like— Balancing a tightrope tight ro- right now in terms of getting solid offensive production, but having all your players on defense just being locked in. And just the way they work together is, is the cohesion within that unit is what's special. And so, you know, they talked about getting big name players like a Carmelo Anthony would not fit Ugh, on this Boston be team horrible. because they would wreck the defense. But you talk about Butler going in there and solidifying that defense while also providing them arguably their best offensive weapon. Mm-hmm. I mean, this. Like Butler, Gordon Hayward, I would even throw out there. Um, but Butler is, if you're a Boston Celtics fan, Butler is who you want on your team to get better, not to take a step back like a Carmelo Anthony would for that particular team. So anyways, uh, one one last game that I really care to talk about. I, I don't really care to mention the Nuggets-Pelicans <laughs> game whatsoever. No, that put that um, out of its misery. Trailblazer Celtics. Trailblazers get a good win, one sixteen, one oh nine. Sorry to bring Boston it up. We're gonna we're gonna bring you back you down to reality. I deserve it. Um, two very similar teams here in that in the front court you have just a, ro- a rotation. You're never gonna see a guy go out there and play thirty five minutes, ten straight games in a row for Boston. You're not gonna see that for the Trailblazers either. And from a fantasy perspective, it's incredibly aggravating, and these have been the source of much aggravation of mine and other fantasy people out there. Um, as well, Aminu last night goes out for 28 points, nine <laughs> rebounds, an assist steal, and a three blocks. There's just no predicting it with the Trailblazers or with the Celtics. Do you feel like that watching the Celtics night in, night out, that you have a pulse on the front court rotation at all? Um, yes, that that uh, you know basically Turner's in that rotation, even though he's arguably a small forward. He's doing so much ball handling for him. He's really a point forward that it, it's going to be all four of those guys. They always love smarts intangibles regardless of how god awful his shooting is um you know last night for me though shows uh, a great example of what's going to be boston's problem come playoff time which is they really only have one legitimate score yep. and in the playoffs everyone plays better defense they care if you will versus the 82 game slog and when you lock down thomas and especially with a hobbled jay crowder the scoring options start to look few and far between in Boston. And my fear is, hey, I, I love how the Celtics have overachieved. Vegas had them for 41, 42 wins at most places, you know, and they're at 43 with uh, seven more to go. Um, they're overachieving. They're a great story. They're the kind of team you hate facing during an 82-game slog because they play great back-to-back great back to record. Um, 
not, you know, they bring the energy night in, night out. But when those lockdown playoff defenses come, Boston's going to struggle. Like, I mean, like, look at Thomas shot six of 21 last night. Yeah. I worry we're going to see a lot of those, a lot of those bad shooting nights during Boston's short playoff run. Yeah, it could be. But like I said before, I don't know, two through 10 in the East right now. Like, if the Celtics ended up facing the Cavaliers, wouldn't be surprised one bit. And the way in the Eastern Conference Finals, because a team that's so. They're so rigid on defense that that's something that they can rely on. Um, obviously, you know, there are going to be some nights where it's just going to be shootouts. It doesn't matter who you're playing. And like you said, they'll be in trouble most definitely there. Um, they're yeah. fa- they're, they're, the, the, so you, you see the Celtics playing Cavs, though, in round two, not round one, right? Because Cavs are pretty locked into playing bases or pistons. Right, so in the second round. So yeah, yeah. right now, Cavs would play the Pacers in the first round, and then they would play the winner of Heat Hornets, whereas it would be Raptors paired with the Pistons, and then you'd have Celtics-Hawks. And so if I'm saying Raptors, Hawks, Celtics, and Pistons, I think the Celtics could come out of that. They could. Out of those four. They could, sure. sure. It's, it's, it's entirely possible. But, um, yeah, so that'll do it for the box score recap from last night, Thursday. Um, time to break it down, get into a little DFS just quickly, though, for this Friday. Understandably, we're getting this out a little late. So, oh, well, I'll tell you what, DJ, be part of the action all season long as the season ends here at DraftKings.com, the official Daily Fantasy basketball partner of Rotowire. With Daily Fantasy, as you know, you don't need to spend months micromanaging a roster. Play whenever you want and pick a new team every time you play. Challenge your friends in a custom league to prove you're the superior GM or square off against basketball fans from around the country for big prizes. Go to DraftKings.com now and enter promo code ROTOHOOPS to play free. And, you know, they'll have games throughout the playoffs. I will also mention, DJ, as you know. DraftKings, the official partner of RotoWire. That's promo code ROTOHOOPS, R-O-T-O-H-O-O-P-S, at DraftKings.com. DJ, tell us. How did you do last night? I think, uh, based on some nice advice from the RotoWire daily lineups, you had an inkling that Austin uh, Rivers might do well last night. Yeah, I will tell you what. If you check out all our news and advice on RotoWire, as soon as those guys were marked to rest, um, you know, Rivers, Crawford's going to see the massive uptick in minutes as they did. I will say, I went back and looked at all the winning lineups last night. You know, if you went with Rivers or Crawford or the combination of both of them, uh, you had a very good shot, shot of winning last night. And so that was pretty lucrative if you had those two in there. That was kind of the key to success with not a whole lot of games on this slate. And really, you know, you look up and down, and nobody had a massive performance. And so, you're, you know, Russell Westbrook came close to a triple-double, but for what you were paying for him, mm-hmm. he didn't necessarily pay out. Austin Rivers, Jamal Crawford, that was where it was at last night. Yeah, yeah, nice moves, sir. Nice moves. Well, uh you know, the key to making your lineups now is figuring out who the heck's resting yeah. and who the heck's playing. Uh, I know key, certainly key issues or playing time issues for tonight, Boogie Cousins officially had to be out, right, because of his 16th technical foul. And I was joking with Nick about this earlier today. What are, I mean, over under, I guess he made it to like 74 games. That, I mean, I would have taken the under on that, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's I, true. I thought this would happen at about game 50. So. <laughs> He's serving his mandatory. Are you questioning the emotional of, stability of Boogie Cousins? <laughs> well, the best part about was it a couple days ago? I think it must have been when uh, both Rondo and Cousins were sarcastically clapping when the ref called a foul, <laughs> and they both got double teed on the spot together. I want a poster of a ref teeing them up as they're both clapping. 
That's what we need to get a fat head and put in the studio. There we go. Here that the, is definitely that. the next studio fat head. The Rondo Sarcastic Club fat head. That'll be, a, that'll be flying off shelves. Uh, also, Derek Favors, questionable in Utah. In Utah, they got a lot to play for. I think they're going to force him out there if he can even half walk. Mike Willis Reed out there. Yeah, that's certainly possible. Going up against Minnesota, very winnable game, even if they don't have favors. But, you know, they need they need all the edge they can get as they fight for playoff standings. If you're looking at the Utah Jazz, of course, they're right now they're the eighth seed. Um, they're kind of tied with the Mavericks at seven. Not, Rockets knocking on the door, 37 and 39. Um, so a lot to play back. for. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Only half game. And then two more names to worry about. Deron Williams is probably doubtful for the Mavs. And Andrew Wiggins is probable, but is looking uh, for a neck issue. So make sure you check your daily lineups for tonight's stuff. Most definitely. That all said, DJ, you have some suggestions heading into tonight's DFS slate on DraftKings. Yeah, we'll just go over this quickly. The uh, the injury, the strained, the strained abdominal of Darren Williams, which is actually turning out to be Somewhat talked to Jeff Stotts, Rotowire's own mm, injury yes, expert sir. today on, on SiriusXM. He said it looks like it might be a hernia issue. Ugh. So he's already missed four games. He's doubtful for tonight on this Friday. What that means for DFS is I'm all over JJ Barea like I have been the last four games. You 53. love yourself some JJ. Love JJ. <laughs> love the, the double uh the double uh double letter first name, uh, of course. Um yeah, DJ Augustine, where are you at? He need to hold things up for us. <laughs> That's true. Uh, He's for, not helping my, my other fantasy team, unfortunately. But go ahead. <laughs> uh, but yeah, JJ Ray, uh, $5,300. He's playing big minutes. If you look at his last 10 games, he's given you about 30 minutes per game. 44, 43, 21, and 35 fantasy points, respectively, since Darren Williams has been out. I'm expecting a big workload from him. Going up against Detroit, obviously pretty good defensive team, but if he's going to be on the court that long, Reggie Jackson is a fine defender, but 53, $5,300 is just, like, you got you got to build your lineup around that. It's just nice. hard not to. And he's never been shy about uh, chucking up some shots. No, that's that's the best part about it. Uh, you believe in uh, bounce, bounce back Bradley Beal shooting guard? Yep, most definitely. And you know you got a, some decent options here on DraftKings. They have uh, Batum at shooting guard, uh, DeRozan, Oladipo, Booker, Clay Thompson, Chris Middleton, Wiggins, like you said, who's probable. Mm-hmm. And then you have Bradley Beal sitting at fifty eight hundred dollars, going up against Phoenix in Phoenix. Now the Wizards are have not been eliminated from the playoffs yet, but they're a couple games behind of that eight spot. They have a lot to play for. Phoenix likes to play up-tempo with their terrible squad. I was just going to say, are you, are you questioning the defensive effectiveness of the Phoenix Suns? No. Yes, you yes, are. I am. Yes, yeah, you are. I yeah. most definitely am. <laughs> so up-tempo games, you love Bradley Beal because fast breaks, he's just posted up somewhere beyond the arc. Doesn't matter where, but he'll just his toes will both be safely behind the arc. DraftKings, you get that three-point bonus. In one meeting with Phoenix so far this season, he had 57 in only 38 minutes. Well, not th- yeah, only 38 minutes. That's pretty good. You, and and you know, normally, uh, especially with Bill's injuries issues, I'd be leaning a lot more to Chris Middleton, but he's facing a, at least a good defense for the Magic. If not, you know, there's a crazy offensive woes there. But I worry about Middleton uh, facing a good Magic defense where you sure as heck don't worry about those Phoenix Suns, do you, sir? Yep, not at all. So Bradley Beal, $5,800. I think that he could be your leading fantasy point producer out of all shooting guards. So, of course, I'm going to be all over him at $5,800 considering, what, he's the ninth ninth most expensive option, something go. like that. Now, we already talked about boogies out, so that means you want to ride a certain train in Sacramento. Yeah, Rudy Gay, $6,500, uh, Shannon's favorite player as of a couple weeks ago. Going up against Miami. Now, I tell you what, 
I'm, I don't usually like to use Gay um, in general this season because he's struggled fitting in with Rondo and Cousins. But like we said, Cousins is out. $6,500 is a little much, but I, I'm just going to go out on a limb and think that he jacks up a lot of shots tonight. Miami you does have to. a good defense. But if you want to go contrarian play, I'm not really in love with the small forward options. I'm not going to pay up for James. Giannis has given us two straight duds, and so no way am I going to pay $9,000 for him. Carmelo Anthony, just he really hasn't given us that just awesome performance that we've seen the last couple of seasons. $8,500 for him, a little too expensive for me as well. Gordon Hayward hasn't really been that great so far. So, And then you know after that, you've got Gay, $6,500 below. You don't have any other options. So you're either going Gay or you're going to go really cheap, which I understand wholeheartedly. Marcus, Marcus Morris, Morris Otto fire. Porter, yeah. another good option. So um, while I say Rudy Gay is an option, I'm, I'm very willing to hedge my bets here and say that if he goes off, it'll be, you know, It'll it'll be somewhat unexpected, but all all signs are pointing for him to have a decent game, at least have a lot of touches. What I like about if you go the Morris route, Parsons is out uh, in Dallas. So mm-hmm. who who Mavs would be starting small four with Parsons out? I, I feel like uh, I should know that. Uh, let's look that up. But uh, oh, uh, we're, Morris we're, has been hot of late, and I don't see you know they got a oh they're moving a hobbled Wesley Matthews down to small forward spot I don't know I don't see him keeping up with Morris right and so you got like a starting lineup of JJ Barea Raymond Felton then they move Wes Matthews Justin Anderson has started at small forward a little I, bit Zaza for them. Is supposed to start at center for them tonight even he is he's moving back yeah. into the small forward lineup or he's moving center, back into the yeah, starting lineup yeah, they're benching Powell and uh, give Ooh, we need to wow. make an update on our lineups but uh, all right new on the player news okay yeah fantastic yeah so Zaza is certainly a good option at center we skipped over Powell forward though. I'm pretty excited about this power forward pick I have here. Markeith Morris, revenge game. Revenge. Oh, I love Get your the, towels ready yes. for coach throwing and whatever. Uh, <laughs> I love revenge games. And who better to have a revenge game than Markeith Morris? We need a sound effect for revenge game. Like, dun, dun, dun. There it is. I'm going <laughs> to clip that out. We'll have it forever. Uh, revenge game. Dun, dun, dun. Markeith Morris, $4,900 in Phoenix. He's been seeing about 30 minutes over the last six games. I like that a whole lot. Um, Yeah. Oh, man, I cannot wait to play him. I think he's going to go off tonight. I think that, you know, the Wizards— Can't possibly be more motivated. He cannot—exactly. He cannot be possibly more motivated than he is tonight. There's so much to like there. Not only is Phoenix bad, but he's motivated to play them. He's seeing large minutes at a low price. I'm going to have him in 100% of my lineups tonight, and I can't wait. I'm going to get my popcorn ready and watch every single minute of that game. <laughs> Does the Zaza news change your pick at center at all? No. I mean, let's see how far Zaza has fallen since he's, you know, in some games he hasn't even played. Um, wow, he has fallen far. $3,300. So here's what I'm going to do. If yeah, he will move back in the starting lineup for, against the Pistons. So I'm going to use both Drummond and both Zaza because $3,300 is too cheap to pass up. I mean, if he spends 20 minutes on the court and gets us 25 fantasy points, it's worth it right there at 3300 bucks. But the thing about Drummond is these two teams have played once this season. Drummond is only $7,400. Um, third most expensive center tonight. Last, last time out against uh, Dallas put up 52 fantasy points. It's just a good matchup for him. Mm-hmm. He's going to be boxing out Dirk all day long. Zaza's a good rebounder, but Drummond has his way with him. And we they only we play love him. Zaza because he's a great sleeper, not because he's a yes. dominant NBA center. Right. And we also like to just say Zaza. Yeah, we Zaza. Just, Zaza. 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 
See, yeah, I out. love it. Yeah, it's it's fun to say his name. He's a fan. He's a fan favorite around this office. But I, I might actually pair Andre Drummond with Zaza. Yes, they're in the same game together, mm-hmm. but. Um, well, you can't get cheaper than Zaza. You can't get cheaper than Zaza. So you, I got to roll out. Got to roll that one out there. Um, Ken, we got to get this podcast out in the ether yes. so people can listen to our Zaza pick. Amen. <laughs> Let's cut to the outro. Thank you so much for that DFS advice, DJ. Fantastic. Good job, Daily Justice. You know, we were talking about the magic a lot. So let's end with a, a, a Lando Magic quote from uh, former general manager Pat Williams, who said, What do you have when you have an agent buried up to his neck in sand? Not enough sand. Adios, amigos! Dun-dun-dun! Choo-choo! Zaza! Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.